not all alleged alien mutilation cases uh, involve cattle or animals. Every now and then you hear about a case that involves humans being mysteriously mutilated, you know, first disappearing and then showing up later on, you know, and being mutilated in a way that it looks like that was done by surgical procedure. And probably one of the most well-known cases happened in 1956, and uh, it involved some uh, person named Jonathan Lovett. And anyway, here's an article uh, that's you can find on history history.com, and I'll leave the link here for it. And its headline for the article is uh, The Dark Connection Between UFOs and Grisly Mutilations. One of the most shocking cases involved an Air Force sergeant allegedly abducted by a saucer-like aircraft. The details are both grisly and strangely surgical. Corpses found under the open sky with their eyes plucked out, tongues removed, and private parts excised, all extracted with the utmost precision and leaving not a drop of blood. Reports of such unexplained mutilations carried out on both humans and animals have baffled investigators for decades, leading to speculation about whether the perpetrators might be otherworldly beings conducting biological experiments on Earth's inhabitants. While scores of reports have emerged from U.S. Western and Midwestern states detailing mysterious bloodless animal mutilations, human cases have been far less common and often much sketchier in their documentation. And then it goes on here. Uh, One of the most shocking cases, the Lovett-Cunningham incident, involves an American Air Force sergeant allegedly abducted by a saucer-like aircraft, after which his cleanly mutilated body was found in the New Mexico desert. In ufology circles, reports have circulated that the case was studied by Project Grudge, one of the earliest United States Air Force programs tasked with investigating sightings of unidentified flying objects in the years after World War II. Project Grudge was a short-lived precursor to the better-known Project Blue Book, which ran from 1951 to 1969, many documents from which are now declassified. The result of the Air Force investigation into the purported abduction was allegedly a 600-page document labeled Project Grudge Report 13. Problem is, no official information on Report 13 exists, exists, and the United States government denies its very existence, so its details are known only from second-hand sources who claim to have seen and analyzed the document. One account came from controversial conspiracy theorist William Cooper, uh, who he's now deceased, he, he died in 2001, who asserts he was tasked with analyzing an annotated version of Grudge Report 13 in the early 1970s. The other came from William English, a former Green Beret captain, who says he too was asked to analyze the document while assigned to United States Security Service at a former Royal Air Force base in Chicksands, England. English dictated two audio cassettes outlining what he remembered from Report 13 and according to Military Encounters with Extraterrestrials, The Real War of the Worlds by author Frank Joseph, English also participated in a 1991 Colorado radio broadcast where he discussed his findings. Cooper's and English stories echo one another closely. Both recount an alleged incident of March 1956 involving Air Force Sergeant Jonathan P. Lovett, who was assisting Major William Cunningham in the White Sands Missile Testing Grounds near Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico. While searching for scattered debris from a recent rocket test, Cunningham was shocked when he heard a loud scream. Thinking Lovett had perhaps been bitten by a snake, English recounts Cunningham crossed the dune to aid his partner 
when he purportedly witnessed one of the most bizarre human extraterrestrial encounters. Instead of finding Lovett nursing a snake bite, Cunningham, according to English, recounted seeing the soldier being dragged by a long serpentine arm wrapped around his legs, connected to a silver disc hovering in the air 15 to 20 feet away. Cunningham watched, frozen in horror, as Lovett was pulled inside the craft, which then rose vertically into the sky. The Major then stumbled toward his jeep and radioed for assistance. Security teams arrived, and the disturbed Cunningham was confined to the base hospital for observation and treatment after retelling what he believed he witnessed. According to Joseph's Military Encounters book, base personnel did confirm an unidentified radar contact near Holloman at the time Lovett vanished. The base dispatched search parties into the desert, but it would be three days before Lovett's nude corpse was discovered, some ten miles from the site of the alleged abduction. From all indications, the body had been exposed to the elements for 24 to 48 hours. According to English, the report offered no explanation of what might account for the missing third day, and the autopsy performed on Lovett raised more questions than delivered answers. First question was, why had Lovett's corpse been so severely mutilated? His tongue had been cut from the lower portion of the jaw, his eyes gouged out, and his anus removed. In the Air Force medical examination report pertaining to the incident, English alleges that the coroner remarked on the apparent surgical skill used to remove the organs, in particular that the anus and genitalia had been neatly extracted like a plug. Perhaps most puzzling was the fact that the body had been completely drained of blood, but surprisingly there was no vascular collapse usually associated with death by bleeding. Though grudge reports 1 through 12 have been declassified along with report 14, no official mention or accounting of report 13 exists. The Lovett Cunningham case remains unsubstantiated and no follow-up reports regarding the incident, if in fact it did happen, are available. While easily disregarded as fiction, the alleged 1956 New Mexico incident offers intriguing parallels to other reported mutilations, both past and present. In 1988, a body was allegedly found at the Guaraparanga Reservoir in Brazil. According to reports, the victim had been dead for 48 to 72 hours, but there was no sign of decomposition. The eyes, ears, tongue, and genitalia had been removed, as had the digestive organs. Officials were never able to identify the victim. Widespread reports of livestock mutilation also contain similar details. Since the early 1970s, incidents of mutilated cattle, sheep, horses, rabbits, deer, bison, and elk have been recorded, with the bloodless corpses often lacking jaw flesh, eyes, ears, tongue, lymph nodes, and genitalia. In 2009, the Denver Post reported four calves were found mutilated in similar ways. NPR reported on a 2019 incident in Colorado in which five young purebred bulls mysteriously showed up dead, drained of blood, and with body parts cleanly excised. A lot of people lean towards aliens, Harney County Sheriff's Deputy Dan Jenkins told NPR. One caller told us to look for basically a depression under the carcass. Because he said that the alien ships will kind of beam the cow up and do whatever they're going to do with it. Then they just drop it from a great height. So numerous, did, so numerous did reports of cattle mutilation become in western and midwestern states in the 1970s that the FBI was asked to step in and investigate. But according to now declassified documents, they were unable to properly perform the task due to jurisdictional issues. No official answer has ever been given to these strange and unsettling incidents, and they remain unsolved. A very interesting article. 
uh, there, you could. I've read that about this incident in uh, uh, a, n- a number of different books uh, and UFO books over the years, as well as uh, uh, in some documentaries it was brought up. But uh, it's uh, scary. It's scary to say the least. And actually, in this state of Pennsylvania, where I am right now, there was another case in uh, uh, allegedly uh, an alleged case of uh, this. Uh, a person getting abducted by uh, aliens and getting mutilated and in, in 2002 in Northumberland County. Uh, uh, I, I don't have enough information on that uh, case right now, so I am not going to uh, well, talk about that one that much. Um, for, you know, because you know, I, I, don't, I, mean, I just don't know if that one, you know, there's just not enough information. There was a, there was a guy that went missing. He was apparently went out on a, on a four-wheeler early in the morning, uh, um, and he was planning on uh, checking out some spots where he was going to go hunting, and he never returned. And the uh, search party went out later on. They found a, uh, one of his boots high up in a tree, but they couldn't find him, and it was like 36 hours later when they finally found his body near a pond near his home. And, uh, and it was... a. a he was apparently had his hands to his face as, at, 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 with with a look of horror, like his hands were up to his face, and his face was frozen in in a, in a look of horror. And he was only in his underwear. And uh, people who tried to investigate this, they were told that he died. Uh, he simply died from a cocaine toxicity, but uh, uh, but the case was still open for some reason. And the, bo- and, the and the family members were never allowed to see the see the body uh they were, they were told not they can't look at the at the at the at the body and it was a closed in a sealed casket um but that was a case that uh and apparently the fbi was there they were involved um but there's just not enough information out there to really say what happened uh, it sounds mysterious but uh, i don't know but this case here if it's true and, and along with the case from brazil which that brazilian case happened in 1988 and uh, there is more information I have on that, and I will leave the link for that uh, here, too. It's uh, newsinfo.co.uk, and it's about human uh, mutilation by aliens. And uh, uh, the the specifics of the case are as follows. In Cart... Incarnation Garcia learned from her friend, Dr. Rubens Goes, that he was in possession of some rather odd photos which had been given to him by his cousin, police technician Rubens Sergio. These were official photos of a body that had been found near Guaraparinga Reservoir on the 29th of September 1988 of an unnamed male who was, however, later identified. The name of this man has been withheld from all media investigators, including UFO investigators, at the request of his relatives. After studying the photos, Garcia was impressed with how similar the wounds of the body were to those on the carcasses of so many UFO-related mutilated animals, knowledge which the original investigating police officials and medical doctors involved with the case did not possess. Surprisingly, Dr. Kuinska, head of the primary investigation, offered his files on the case. This is the stroke of luck luck which i had previously mentioned and for which we can all be thankful these included the all-important autopsy description to which i will momentarily refer 
The initial police report, however, was not extraordinary in nature except for the recognition that the body, although extremely mutilated, had not met with unusual violence. That is, there were no signs of struggle or the application of bondage of any kind. It was the autopsy report itself which was most revealing, especially when we compare the remarks made there with what we have learned from the animal mutilation cases elsewhere. It is imperative to remember, as I have stated previously, that the individuals conducting the autopsy had no knowledge of similar animal mutilation cases. This makes the official remarks of the report all the more revealing in retrospect. Garcia received copies of seven photos. I have included the five most revealing ones here with a description and commentary. The work of the perpetrators of this atrocity, the kinds of cuts made, the precision of the cuts, the removal of whole internal organs through small apertures, the lack of bleeding, the failure of the body to smell or decompose rapidly, all these are hallmarks of UFO-related animal mutilations. These peculiarities would seem to rule out Satanists, revenge seekers, or casual mutilators and go beyond even the capacities of a modern Jack the Ripper. And then they, they talk about each, this, the, uh, what they find in each photo here, and I'm not going to get into that, but I will leave the link for this there. So you can see these very, you know, I'm not going to post this on my YouTube video. This is very gruesome. Uh, this is, uh, I only recommend this for the, uh, this, the you know, the strong, you know, if you don't want to see something disgusting, then don't look at this. But uh, yeah, it's very strange. Um, so yes, it looks like sometimes, uh, may, for what reason, I don't know why extraterrestrials would want to do things like this, uh, if it is true. I mean, I, I firmly believe that uh, animal, animal mutilations are something that, you know, it's they seem like it happens regularly. There are usually uh, UFO sightings reported in the area where these things happen. But human mutilations by aliens, that's another thing. Now, the case that I heard about in Pennsylvania in 20, uh, 2002, uh, apparently uh, there was some fishermen uh, that had seen a UFO around the time that uh, this gentleman disappeared. Uh, again, there's just not enough information on this one. A lot of it's conjecture, I, I believe, at this point, or a lot of it's just not enough investigation has been done by any UFO researcher to, you know, properly comment on it but anyway yeah why does this happen why would they do something like this you know is it by accident i mean you know it could be i mean maybe you know this is maybe these things that that go out and these craft that are that are going out and mutilating cattle on a regular basis maybe they're they're not controlled by any living being Maybe it's all robotics and, you know, it's all automated. And, and sometimes these things, maybe they make mistakes. You know, so, you know they, they're out there doing what, for whatever reason, nobody knows why they go out and mutilate cattle. It happens all the time. It's been happening. It's been getting reported since the late 60s. Uh, but why would they do this to a human? It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, I mean, you would think intelligent beings from, you know, other, you know, from, tens from from other planets you know they're obviously they're more advanced than us and you, you would think they'd have a you know a, a greater uh regard for life but but then again maybe they don't maybe they don't maybe there are sinister purposes behind some of these things you know maybe they're who knows but it doesn't make sense i mean why you know why why this i mean you know are there okay like some people uh, postulate that perhaps 
cattle get uh, mutilated by aliens and these organs and things are removed because maybe they're it could be that they're just doing some sort of study but how 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 long does this study going on it's going on for decades now i mean how how much material do they need haven't they figured it out yet or maybe they're doing this for food purposes i mean who knows who knows but I hate to think that they're they're doing this to humans for food purposes i mean every year you know there's in this united states alone there's over 2000 people that you know that go missing and never return. They just disappear off the face of the planet. There's people that vanish all the time and, and nobody knows what happens to them. You know, obviously some of them are probably murdered. Some, some of them probably, uh, uh, you know, succumb to some incident where, you know, wild animal fall off a cliff, you know, fall into drown and it's just never found, uh, you know, but maybe some of them are taken by aliens who knows? Uh, and their bodies are just never recovered. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. I mean, I mean, the obvious thing is is that uh, you know something like this, like this case from Brazil. When you see, if you look, were to look at these pictures, of this body. I mean, there's there were like holes drilled into this guy's arms. You know, this is all. You know, you can see that it's, it's all surgically. All these the things that happened to them very similar to the the, the cattle uh, mutilations in that uh, everything's done surgically you know ears removed I mean it's just horrible blood blood drained uh, why 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 in heaven's name would uh, an intelligent uh, being want to do something like that and again could be accidental could be accidental now it makes me think um, now. The case in Pennsylvania, where the, uh, I don't have enough information on to really get into, that the, the body was uh, allegedly found near a pond near this person's home, uh, even though uh, uh, searchers had walked by this earlier the day before and they just didn't see it, and then finally they saw it, they found a body. Uh, you know, was it was it taken and these things done to it and then dropped after the uh, after the search had already started for the guy? Who knows? But. Uh, was it just an accidental thing that the aliens do something? Was it an accident? You know, if it's true, if that's if that was one of these cases, but it makes me makes me wonder. Uh, you know, the incident that uh, I had in 1994, August of 1994, was uh, one of a friend had contacted me, and my good friend Scott had contacted me and said he wanted to go fishing. Uh, he his, uh, you know, he had permission to go into this private. Uh, community it was a gated community with a guard but his mom knew someone there and and she uh had given uh, she had gotten permission from this person to let her son go fishing at this pond off the lake it was uh, called beach mountain lakes and there was you know houses in there it's like in, in woods very nice place uh near hazelton pennsylvania and so we're, we're there fishing all night and i've talked about this in other podcasts uh and you know, after a few you know, a few hours, it was night fishing. It was like ten o'clock at night, and all of a sudden, this thing comes flying out of nowhere. You know, it has three gigantic lights on it. You know, like giant headlights on high beams. You know, uh, horizontally lined up. 
I mean, this thing was as big as like a looked like a ranch house floating up there. It was that big, totally ridiculous. But there was no sound whatsoever, and it was coming right toward us. And we were we were right right at the this pond. Was the thing there coming to catch water? I my theory is that the thing was there. It was coming to uh, take on water, like some you know some people have seen. Uh, flying saucers and weird objects you know hovering over bodies of water and sucking water up something you know I'm, I'm sure these beings need water that could have been that or when we got out of there we were driving out of this place uh like we threw all the stuff we were so scared we threw all the stuff in the back of his pickup truck and we hurriedly got in his truck and we're driving away as this thing's flying really you know fl- flying away no sound above the trees we we're driving through this dirt road to get out of there and we had to stop because there was like 20 deer at least that were running away from the direction where that thing was flying. And we had to wait for those deer to cross the path. And, you know, when you when you hear about something like this, was were they perhaps looking for deer? Were they going? I mean, why were the, all these deer so spooked? Were the deer sleeping? I mean, this is 10 o'clock at night. I mean, deer usually aren't... Uh, uh, you know, were they in there just sleeping and they all got spooked? I mean, it was like 20, at least 20 of them, you know, you know, all, you know, we had to wait and sit there and watch at least 20 of them cross the road. I mean, so what's the, per- what, you know, what that thing obviously spooked them. Was it looking for food? Did it think maybe that it's, did it, did the thing actually sense two life forms near that pond thinking it was deer? Oh, look at this. This is an easy catch. And then it saw, oh, it's humans. We better get out of here. It's all speculation. I have no idea. But again, it's something to, to think about. Uh, but yeah, this is a scary aspect of, uh, of uh, you know, if this is true. I mean, there's just not enough cases. You have that Lovett case. You just don't, you don't know it from the 1956. You just don't know if that's true or not. You have this Brazilian case, which is, you, you actually have pictures of the body and you have the, the you know, the doc, more documentation with, with regard to this, you know that really happened. Something definitely strange happened with that one. There was a case in Pennsylvania that, again, it's like almost like the Lovett case. There's just not enough information on that. Um, but, yes, this is a very, very – if it, if it does happen, I mean, how often does it happen? I mean, uh, there's not that many reports of something like this, but, you know, is it accidental? Is it on purpose? Uh, you know, who knows? Who knows? 